Morning. Turn your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 6. While you're doing that, I'll give a couple shout outs. You can stay seated for now. Thank you. Uh, hi, Mom. And then also, I want to say to um, my tribe, uh, the Judaizers, uh, also known as the maintenance men. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And I want to shout out to the, uh, the Loud Knights. Yep, the tribe over there. We got any Loud Knights here? Folks who work for the Loud and. Yeah. Yeah. You see, one thing I always wish we could fix is that my tribe has no females. Yeah. Oh. So you guys get females, right? Anyways, if you know anything about anyway, I'll keep moving on. All right. Well, I'm just I'm excited, man. I'm fired up. I, if you you know about 10:20 here, if you see me and my legs start to shaking, like it's because I set an alarm in my phone for vibrate. So we're good to go, and I'll get I'll get focused here in a second. And and uh, mercy. Been a long time since we've been here. Four years doesn't seem like a long time, but it's a long time to me. And um, one of the things that I've noticed in my life, growing up at independent Baptist churches, is uh, I had this idea of missions. Um, missionaries come in. I was in the Midwest in Missouri, so I didn't. We didn't see a whole lot of missionaries. And now that I'm deputation, I understand why. But. Um, you know, you pray for your missionaries, and you know, we pray for missionaries. You know, once a month we might have a little slip or something. We kind of go down through, and Lord, just pray for the missionaries. And and I remember even trying to get more fervent for the Lord and more zeal. If you know anything about me, I maybe overboard sometimes on that. But maybe I should start praying for missionaries more often. And then I thought to myself, what do you what do you pray for? <laughs> I just you know, you just pray this prayer. He said, Lord, I just pray you'd. Uh, Bless the missionaries and um, help them to reach people. And amen. And then you move on with all the rest of the things you want to pray for. You know, your, your future wife and your, your career or your, your term paper test, right? You pray for all those things, your family, the health of your loved ones, all these things you pray for. And, but as I uh, was able to take some trips overseas and be with uh, specifically some European missionaries with Brother Barlow and with the Reddings in Czech Republic and then hearing about different stories and going down to Bulgaria and visiting a missionary there and then in Serbia and in Croatia and just visiting these missionaries, I, uh, I learned more about how to pray for missionaries. And, uh, hello. <laughs> um, but man, I think this morning, uh, there's not going to be a whole bunch of points. I'll give you the text, Isaiah 6, 8. You can write that down. I'll give you the title. It's called Praying for Isaiah. Um, and this is just going to be more of a testimony. And I pray that at the end of the day, at this moment, uh, it's time that when you leave here, you'll know more on how to pray for your missionaries. I don't feel like a missionary. I don't think we're going to go Saturday. I'm going to sit on the Heartland stage, right? And they're going to ask questions. I'm like, I don't belong up here. And um, I'm just a maintenance man. <laughs> you know, knock on your door. Maintenance. 
You know, <laughs> telling you, you better thank those maintenance guys. You know, the reason you had a nice shower this morning, it's maintenance guys. <laughs> right? The reason your toilet's still working and not sabotaged, it's those maintenance men. That's right. So if you see, if you see them, thank them. Maybe make them a cup of hot chocolate or something. But. But as I see in the Bible, God used fishermen. Um, if Lord Christ landed today and restarted it all, he'd choose plumbers. He'd choose electricians, tax accountants. Um, I think sometimes we get so busy in our careers, we don't think that I'm worthy to be of whatever a missionary might be. How do you pray for missionaries? I never knew this until I went to live with them. Two things I'm going to give you this morning. We're going to talk about Isaiah. Then we're going to talk about how to pray for Isaiah. How's that sound? Very simple. Of course, you all, as I even grow up, I learned, you know, Isaiah chapter 6. And it, it very clearly goes into a vision that Isaiah sees of the Almighty God. And I'll just mention this right up. After visiting these missionaries and being around missionaries that are doing it, there's something that I've, I've seen that they all have in common. They have seen the Lord high lifted up. They have a different vision of God than a lot of Christians that I know. And if you read through the text again here, it says, I, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face. With twain he covered his feet. And with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And when this happened, it says, the, the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. And then I, Isaiah said this, Woe is me, for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King of kings, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken from the tongs of the altar. They laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched thy lips. Thy iniquity is taken away, and thy sins purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Then said I, You are I. Send me. So being with these missionaries, I've seen them. They've had this vision of God that is lofty, full of majesty, willing to self-sacrifice. Sometimes we get so worried about this call of God, we do nothing for God. Here's, I've met missionaries who have seen God so holy and so loving and that all the world should not perish. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, 
whosoever believeth him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the call of Isaiah. Just a normal man. It was just, uh, he was a preacher. He would go to and from work every day. He would, he would live his life. He had his family. He had two sons there and his wife. And life was good. He had his dreams, his visions of what he would like to accomplish one day. And, and I can imagine that Isaiah was just, you know, his country was going downhill. Things weren't really on the up and up. But as I knew that God is holy, he is just, he will not at all quit the wicked, and, and I'll just keep serving him. And then this happens. He gets called to do something perhaps he does not want to do. And the call of God happens that way sometimes. We heard Jonah. But beyond his call of, of things that he may get called to do and, and give a message. The whole point here is God has a message I want to be delivered. Right. And I want you to take it. That was, the, that was it. That's what the guy was telling us. I, I have a message that needs to be delivered. Who will take it for me? God, God called and Isaiah volunteered. So, just a normal man, not too much special, doing his thing, and then all of a sudden, life changes. Right. He goes to deliver a message that isn't wanted. Right. I want to illustrate this a little bit about the hill. The hill. Now, at Heartland, uh, we see some, where, where, those, where are those grounds guys, those loud nights? Where are they at? Let me see some hands here. You. Come. <laughs> oh man, I tell you, growing up on being on maintenance, it was always my dream to get to mess with the grounds guy. <laughs> so you you are the result of many years of pent up frustration. <sighs> Here it goes. So we have a normal. You would say you're normal. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so he, who else thinks he's normal? Okay, a couple of you. Good. Good. So we've got a normal guy just doing his, you've got dreams, you've got a, a, maybe a career, maybe a gal picked out, something like that going on. I'm going to tell you this, you know, is it statistically speaking, every, every young man that gets called, called up here to, to be on the presentation, before they graduate, they get married. And so, you're welcome. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just made that up. But it could be true. But um, normal guy doing work grounds. You know, when I talk about the hill, do you know what I'm talking about, the hill? You ever had a weed eater that you had to use? Oh, you know what the hill is. Yeah. So when you come down Evan Hill, there's the guard shack. If you forget to turn, you'll drive by the hill. There's this, this in your eyes, it might be a mountain of rocks, debris, sweat, pain. Oh, mercy. The hill on the other side of the fence where you park your cars down Evan Hill. You can't mow that with a mower. You can't get a push mower or nothing. You've got to stand there in the hot sun with the weed eater going brrrr, changing line. When no one's looking, you right? Why do I got to be the guy to do this, right? Oh, and you're, you're thinking to yourself, man, why these other guys down here mowing the ball field in the zero turn, right? Man, why can I do that? Have you ever mowed the hill? Oh, just weed eater. <laughs> weed eater. Yeah. You've done it. I've weed eated. Okay, <laughs> so he he knows what we're talking about. And then there's, you know, up around the dorms, and you've got the, uh, the CSC and all these places that has grass. It's all grass. It's all the same grass. 
Can I tell you something? Some grass is tougher than other grass. Some grass is least less appealing than other grass. Brother Loudon says, guys, it's mowing day. Let's get after it. A couple guys get up. Quick, I got the zero turn. The other guy goes, I got the push mower. And here's this guy. Are you a freshman? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, your, is your name Isaiah? No. Okay, that would have been perfect. <laughs> the other guys are just off. And then Brother Loudon's like, I need someone to mow the hill. And he's like, well, what's the hill? <laughs> he's like, oh, let me, let me show you. <laughs> because for the copes, it, the grass is grass. It all needs done. But the hill. <laughs> you know, there's only two people that mow the hill. There's people who do it because they're told to do it. And there's people who do it because they love the master of the hill. As you sit in the maintenance shed, and you have your devotions after your five-minute lunch. <laughs> and the men get called to go mow the ball field, to go mow up the dorms, where the, you're mowing and the girls are looking at you while you're on the rider, and you're like... <laughs> you might even try to put your arm on the armrest to make it look good as you're... You, on the other side of the fence, next to the road, with the needles and the trash and the rocks, it's not fun. Can I ask you, do you have you ever felt called to mow the hill? Not in particular. As <laughs> <laughs> an honest man. Once, can I have you just sit on the top step right here? I'm going to try to be brief with you here, but I'll even stand in front of you to help you out here. <laughs> There's a hill out there. It's called the mission field. It's not pleasant. Now, I'm, I'm going to pause right here because I wanted to interject this as well. Um, this, this sermon is, is going to seem very negative very unpositive, how's that for my grammar, right? <sighs> but I want you to know that missionaries still, they, they love life. You know, we're living in Serbia. It's going to cost us probably less to go to Italy and see the Eiffel Tower than it is to go from here to go to Branson and spend a weekend. Okay, so there's things that we're going to get to do that's going to be, hey, praise the Lord, God is good. So just don't, don't go thinking that missionaries are so miserable all the time. We'd still get to enjoy life and see good days. But I'm here to tell you tonight, this morning, I want you to understand how to pray for missionaries. That's what this is all about. You've got, you've got a man of God here, Isaiah, who's got a, no different than anybody else. Um, he makes the same money as mowing the ditch, mowing the hill, than the guy does the ball field. Um, you don't get extra retirement. You don't get extra this or that by mowing the hill. There's, it's all the same. But there's just something about the hill. You're away from everybody else. 
all your friends are in the dorms. Uh, the other man down at the ball field, he just gets to relax and just drive and just, Brother Lau's not watching, he can jam out to, you know, the uh, music group there, Witness, you know, and down the ball just going after it and, and enjoying it. And, and here he is on the hill uh, changing weed eater string and ran out of gas, got to run back and get gas. And, and you look at how long the hill is. And unfortunately, when you pull out there by the guard shack, you go the other way. So you don't even really drive by him. There's no... I mean, it's, this is great. I mean, it really is. You guys come back, we, we sign your cards, and, and it's, it's, it's awesome. We feel, like, we feel like heroes, even though we're not heroes. But, but then you get to the hill. Sometimes it feels like you're forgotten. And then you have this. You have... Um, missionaries sometimes gather together hundreds of pastors. And sometimes we feel like, brother, you're not, you're not mowing that right. And what's, yeah, no, it's all lumpy. <laughs> no, you're, you're missing some spots. Hey, pick up the trash, will you, while you're mowing it. Okay, what are you, what are you doing? And here, these other guys are just kind of mowing around and picking up trash here and there. And, and, but you've you got to answer to a lot of these guys who are, telling you you're doing it wrong and you're not doing you're not fast enough why aren't you why aren't you well I mean the other guys look how much land they've mowed and you're over here you've done this much and what, what's your problem are you you're freshman that's the problem <laughs> freshman Man. then you have you on the field and you have the people on the field the ones you're reaching and what are you here for we got religion we got Christianity go home we don't want you. You're American. We don't, we don't even like your kind. Go. Go. And I'm like, you're just like, I just, I'm here to buy bread. <laughs> I want, I want to, when I was in the Czech Republic, I remember I was so excited. I got to go uh, to the post office and Mrs. Reddick, she said, I said, I want to go buy stamps at the post office. I just want to. And I just, ah, uh, And you're like, well, what's the big deal? It's just, it was a thing, okay? So I, I was like, so how do I say I want this many stamps to America? And she wrote it down. I was like, all right. So I go up to the post office and I, I tell the lady. And um, I said, I don't remember what I said. But I memorized it the whole walk down there. And, and she looks at me and she goes, I don't understand. Oh, okay. Maybe I pronounced it wrong, right? And so I, I get it again. And, and I... And, and she looks at me and says, Nerozumim, behind her glass wall. And inside I'm thinking, hey, I'm American. Give me some stamps. <laughs> right? And she's like, hmm, Nerozumim. And so I turned the paper over. It's in her, and they've been like for 15 years, 15, 20 years at this time. They know how to order stamps. I turn around, I show her. And she's like, and so I go back, defeated. Go back to the house, and I say, where's your stamps? I was like, I didn't get any stamps. <laughs> Never be a good missionary. And she's like, come with me. So if you know Miss Reddick, she's just... <laughs> so she looks at that guy, or that gal in the face, and says, and uh, the same exact thing that I said, and I'm like, well, she said, <laughs> and she's like, Phew. gave me her stamps, my stamps. 
Same thing that I said. You know what? That lady understood that I'm American. And she, just because we're American, they didn't like us. They weren't fond of us. Get off the field. Quit. Just, just go home. You don't belong here. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to mow the, mow the hill. And then you have um, some of my nightmares. You have a wife that's on the hill with you. She's volunteered to serve next to you. She experiences all the things that you experience. She says, I don't like it here. I want to go home. I miss my, I miss my mom. I miss my family. And understand, she's, she's going through culture shock. She's going through these things. And, and you're just thinking, I just mowing the hill. But you don't understand. You've got people with you. You're taken to the hill. So she's, let's go. Let's go off the hill. Just, just for a while. If we could just, if we could just stop. I just, I just need a rest. If we could just please. Can I remind you, this is about how to pray for your missionaries. And as he thinks, man, it would be nice to just kind of mow the ball field. It would be nice just to go up by the dorms. I could use a weed eater there. God's called you to the hill. And you have underneath every prayer card, on every prayer card, you'll find a crazy man. Beside every crazy man, you'll find a crazy woman. And underneath every crazy man and every crazy woman, you'll find some crazy kids. I'm not making these stories up. You'll find a, a crazy kid under that prayer card on the bottom of it. My little boy's named Milo. He's my buddy. One of my fears. So one day he comes to me and says, Daddy, I hate it here. Can we leave? Can we go out the field? Can we just, can we just go do what they're doing? I don't want to, I hate it here, Daddy. I hate it. They don't like us. They don't want us. We're just spinning our wheels, Daddy. I hate it. What do you do when you've been called to mow the hill? It's a struggle. I don't have the answer for that. There's people in this room, missionary kids, who've lost a brother mentally. They're off in sin because they couldn't handle the hill. They weren't called to the hill. I hate the hill. I never understood how to pray for missionaries.
You can go sit back down. Just a simple man, Isaiah, living his life. Did he, what did he deserve? God asked him to mow the hill. And most of the missionaries I've met do it, not because they look forward to the hill. The challenge of the hill. The grass is just so much sweeter on the other side of that fence. They mow the hill because they love the master. Sometimes the distractions. Here's a prayer request. Pray for the missionary's distractions. Pray for his persistence. His focus on the hill. As he lifts up his eyes now and then he looks over at the other maintenance guy or the other grounds guy and says, man, it looks like fun. He's... I'm here single, mowing the hill. No one's noticing me. But he's up there cruising around the dorms, around the bookstore. This guy's over here in the bottom land, just mowing grass like crazy. Pray for his persistence. Pray for his strength. Pray for boldness. Pray for his kids. Pray for his wife. Don't just attach your prayers to your prayer life. Put yourself in his shoes. Put yourself mentally mowing the hill. You've got people in every direction. You've got other people, other guys on the hill. Brother Loudon says, okay, we just we need more than one. We need two. So the two go to mow the hill. Then one guy looks to the other guy and says, you're not mowing it right. You're not, no, 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 that's not how we mow it. No, 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 no. You're, you're, horrible, you're a horrible weed whacker. Get off the hill. Go home. Just, just trying to... Try to do what God called me to do. The pressures to please the ones that are on looking, the ones that are looking at him mowing the hill. I don't know. I don't think you're doing a very good job mowing that hill. You just, yeah, you need to kind of do a little more because you're just, nah, I've seen other guys mow the hill and they've been doing a whole lot better job than you are. Pray for their focus. Do not be distracted by the other mowers of the hill. But what the Lord's called them to do. <laughs> that their desire be on their hill. Help them to focus on people. Pray for the families. I know this for a fact as well. There are families of people who work the hill, 
who live either on by the, by the dorms who live in the valley. And they say, no, 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 don't, 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 no, don't, the hill. Anything else but the hill. You can go start a church in Texas, go to Colorado, whatever. I don't, we don't care, but don't, don't go to the hill. I'm telling you right now, son, if you go to the hill, I'll never come see you. Um, grandma, grandpa, I don't understand why you got to go take my grandkids to the hill. You're going to ruin their lives. I'm about tempted to ask missionaries to raise their hand if they've ever experienced anything like that, but I'm sure they have. People that don't understand the hill, they don't understand the call of God, and they don't see their God high and lifted up. All they understand is you're taking my family and my kids, you're going to put them in that environment, that hill that we don't like. Selfishness. Pray for the families of the ones on the hills. Missionary is someone who has volunteered to the call of God to accomplish the will of his master. It's an uphill battle. Many difficulties. Many trying to pull him off the hill. Not just friends, but foes. In Serbia, there's what they call the Orthodox Church. We're trying to be very careful about how much online presence that we do. We have a website, but it's password protected. Um, because what they have is a little bit like the Mafia. If you're anything about the mafia, it's no good. So they find that we're coming to start churches. They could, uh, they could make it a little difficult for us to do what we're going to do, if you know what I mean. This is, uh, you have brother in, I have brother in government, and I tell him, I say, you, this Matt Miller guy, he's no good. He's not good for our country, not our people. Maybe we should not renew his visa. We've got people trying to pull us off the hill. And I didn't even know how to pray for him. Pray for the pressures of Isaiah. Pray for the persistence of Isaiah. And lastly, pray for more Isaiahs. We, that, that's a, it's a pretty... I, analogy here about the hill and the ball field and, and the grass up here. And if you're from Heartland or been around there, you know how, how long that hill is and how tall that hill is and how long it takes those guys to mow that hill. But where that analogy, every analogy breaks down, right? Where that breaks down is there's vastly more hill than there is ball field grass so much more land out there that's been unreached. So much more difficult land than there is easy land. I'm telling you, as, as we're on deputation and all the churches that we've been to or I call up on these lists and stuff, praise the Lord for lists, and I call them, I say, hey, uh, Matt Miller, and, and uh, you know, sometimes to break the ice, I'll say, hey, this is Matt Miller, and uh, I'm a missionary in Serbia, and I'm just calling to see if we're selling kidneys. And the pastor laughs. He says, well, okay, what are you, when can we have you in? It doesn't always work. Sometimes they hang up. 
the amount of churches I've called say, hey, beloved brother, we'd love to have you in. We just, we don't have a pastor. We don't, we don't, we don't, we haven't had a pastor for a while. My own, my own church, my mom's watching here. Um, brother Reddick is actually going up there this weekend to preach for him because they don't have a pastor. Been nine, about eight, nine months not having a pastor. We can't hardly find people to mow the ball field and pay them to do it. And pay them. You would think if somebody's seen a holy Isaiah 6, 8 God, high and lifted up in his train filling the temple, and the glory and the post moving, if they had a vision of that, you would think we'd say, I'll, I'll do it for free. I'll, I'll, I'll do it for free. We live in a society we can't even pay someone to go teach the Bible to people that are already assembled, let alone mow the hill. I think it's time for us to man up. Yes. Quit you like men. Let's go. It's a battlefield, boys, not a recreation field. My house is full, but my field is empty. Who will go and work for me today? It seems my people all want to sit around my table, but no one wants to work in my field. Praying for Isaiah. We need to desperately pray for Isaiah. How do you pray for Isaiah? Persistently. Desperately. Passionately. A lot. And I'll end with this. If you're a missionary kid here today, don't hate the hill. God's got big plans for you. You've been given the hill. If you're a wife of a man on a hill, don't be bitter against the hill and the people that live on the hill. Love them. For God so loved the world. That's your hill. If you're a missionary here today, stay on the hill. If you're not on the hill, we need help on the hill. Pray. Pray.